0: Sometimes we are aiming too high when we meditate. Jhana, Samadhi, Nibbana. Of course, ultimately our aspiration should be to realize these states. But once we in a sit-down and having a Desire or ambition right now to somehow crack that can become counterproductive. It can be helpful to give more attention to some of the basics. The three basics for formal meditation bhavana the oneness not to go out with the senses, but to turn inside. Not what are others doing, not what sights can I see, what sounds can I hear, and so on, but looking inside, how does his body, and the fear from inside, what kind of feelings, emotions, mind-states with the mind experiencing. And that takes quite a bit of training over months and years, even decades, to become more familiar and more used with staying inside with our awareness. And finding interest in that, finding even delight in that, in studying the own mind, studying the experience of the body from inside. So it's good to have some patience and to learn to be happy and rejoice. And if you can do that for 10 15 minutes, even. This is a start and we enjoy for fifteen minutes and exploring the internal universe rather than the external. And of course we need a meditation object to do that. for example the bath. and so the feeling, the experience of breathing in and out is another anchor. When using this anchor we try to to learn to find interest and fascination in looking at the internal world, what's going on there, even if it's not bliss and a red enlightenment, but if it's maybe an unruly mind, all kinds of desires or doubts or images coming up, we're still interested and fascinated in working with that and exploring that. a little bit the attitude of a researcher. When you study the ecology of a particular patch of rainforest or something like that, it's not about only finding the cutest and most beautiful animals, no, whatever is there, and we have to look at it and investigate it and study it. Another aspect which we have to gradually and patiently train ourselves and become familiar is the present moment, becoming used to staying in the here and now. not only going inside, but also tuning in from past and future towards the Patshapanna Dhamma, what arises right now here in this moment, not what I felt or experienced or was upset about a year ago. Or what might happen in the future, and what I may then internally feel, but internally and now. And again, what uh, one experiences right now, and it may not always be the most beautiful or pleasant or inspiring thing, but that's not the point. It's the one we work with because ultimately we know that is the really way to progress. And if we can stay with the breath for long enough, where the experience will really become pleasant. We take it the way it is right now. Don't rush into the future. We don't lag behind in the past. But again, this is something that requires the long-term training so we can train ourselves in present moment awareness and throughout daily life, not all the time, but again and again. And even if we have to occupy ourselves with external things, you know, at least maybe we can do it in the present moment. And then once we finally can turn attention inside and formal meditation, we already have become yours and we are content in being in the present. Another important fundamental aspect is uh, silence. So the breath is our anchor and it's a beautiful meditation object because we don't really have to think. We can just feel the breath, we can uh, observe, experience, watch the in-bath, the out and we don't really have to think about it. So getting used to the silence rather than thinking. We're becoming gradually used to observing rather than acting. knowing rather than doing. When we sit quietly in meditation a lot of the doing and activity is already restricted and we don't move the body. And because we are so much used to doing, constructing, accomplishing, creating and so on. And the mind wants to continue doing that and then and the body doesn't move anymore, then the mind wants to think, to create these stories, ideas, dramas. So we gradually have to retrain ourselves to be more interested and fascinated and to enjoy, to just know, to just observe, to just watch, to just see, without having to respond or to do or to accomplish or construct or create a more passive attitude of the person and like watching something. We are making the, the goals a little bit more simple. Not rapture bliss, samadhi nibbana, but just staying with the breath, observing, feeling, experiencing the path as an anchor. And then gradually, patiently in the training of the mind to become yours. So these are three basic principles, the first, being interested, fascinated and content and to look inside of an external phenomena. what happens in the mind, what does the body feel like from inside. A secondly, the present moment to become more used, more fascinated and interested, content to be in the here and now. What happens presently, here and now. And thirdly, to retrain ourselves from doing things, on being active, to an emphasis on knowing, watching, more passively observing what's happening without having to interfere or act on it. And of course, when sitting in quiet meditation with a We just asked that for interfering and acting and creating and activities and all that thinking. So these things are already deeply ingrained already, the tendency to go out, to go into past and future and to be active. But we have to be patient with ourselves and just gradually, minute by minute, to bring the mind instead inside into the present moment and into the attitude of a uh, passive observer, knowing rather than acting. how are you doing? Can you enjoy the present moment? Can you find it fascinating to investigate internally rather than externally? And can you be content and can you enjoy just watching, knowing rather than doing anything? It's not necessarily so easy. (laughs) How are you doing? depending on the person's character and for some people it's one of the three or seven are easier for others they're more difficult but to some extent we have to develop that to make progress in bhavana to develop samatha and vipassana uh, and concentration, calmness and insight, understanding and it is necessary and this is not something we can quickly do. It's something which one has to gradually become accustomed to and uh, gradually making the mind, the use to uh, dwell in these principles over time, over years. And usually even just if I manages not to sit in lay life, and if you can sit half an hour every day, maybe even an hour, which is already quite a bit, even that is not really that much, considering that the day is 24 hours. So it's good even in daily life to give these three principles some attention. For example, even a very busy person should often be able to go into the present moment. In fact, some of the tasks we have to do maybe accomplished on a high level of skill, if we can do them with the pinpoint present moment awareness. Uh, studies have shown that so-called multitasking is awfully, obviously, or often actually not so much multitasking, but creating lots of mistakes, and, and in the end it takes longer. And So if you can yeah. learn that to be really right with what we're doing now, the, that can be a useful skill also for accomplishing the things in, in normal life, and we're not sitting forward in meditation. The more difficult is the aspect of turning attention inside and watching the workings of one's own mind and observing the experience of the own body from inside. that may not always be possible when we are busy with our work, office shopping, cooking, cleaning, all kinds of other duties. However, once these duties are finished, then there is an opportunity. And that is usually when people deliberately pull themselves out again. What do I mean by that? The screens. That's it's a mobile phone or the um, television, usually the you know, people are forced you know, most of the time to ex- ex- uh, attend externally because you know, the, the job can't be done usually and you know, we can't really live our life. And I'm not saying that everyone, even monks and nuns, to some extent, you know, one has to attend to an you know, external phenomenon, one has to plan a little bit and so on but not uh, exclusively. and The more we can go in the other direction, the better. But the problem is, at the moment, these external duties are done and we are no longer forced to go outside and extend, uh, attend to external phenomena. That's usually when we deliberately distract ourselves, particularly with gadgets. And then once you're looking at the screen, the mind goes out again. So can we um, restrain the tendency and if we don't have external duty not to perceive that as boredom but as an opportunity now to look inside, what is the mind doing, what's going on, what kind of emotions to actually experience, what kind of moods, what kind of mind states, what kind of desires, what kind of aversions, what kind of wholesome qualities, whether it's gratitude or devotion or contentment or the spiritual joy, We're looking for all of that inside. And similar with the difference between being active and doing things, doing, organizing, creating, fashioning, shaping, building. And now uh occasionally calming that down. Again, in most of our life, particularly in lay life, even in monk's life, quite a bit, it is necessary. One has to organize things. One has to get things done. But it has become so habitual that when we actually don't really have to do anything, when we find something to do, isn't it? Because the habit is so strong and when something, something has to be done So we can retrain ourselves even throughout daily life, not in formal meditation. And there are opportunities, and can we train ourselves to use these periods and simply to observe and to look? Even when people are talking, there's already one, do you notice this urge? People say something, one also feels one has to give one's own two cents. (laughs) One's own opinion, one's own uh, uh, contribution. It's fascinating among the, the Hindu ascetics, and, and not what uh, the Buddha is recommending, but uh, for these uh, Hindu ascetics who are doing extreme um, exercises of self-mortification. One of the most extreme is considered, considered the moni a vow of complete silence. And that they're doing really extreme things like standing on one leg for long periods and so on, but still it's really respected if someone can do that because apparently it's just so difficult. So we can observe that, this tendency that we always want to do something, that we want to be active. And can we retrain ourselves that we always have this tendency that we want to know, that we want to observe, that we want to watch, that we want to understand. And uh, as we gradually develop that throughout our daily life, uh, then we're already getting more used to it and then when we sit down and form a meditation, it's no longer you know, such a huge challenge. But even then, we have to be very patient with all things. And sometimes you know, the goals are just too high in a straight away for rapture, bliss, and the enlightenment. But just okay, can I be content for half an hour to only look inside? Can I be content for half an hour not to do anything, but just to sharpen that sense of sati-santajjana, of awareness, of knowing, of seeing, of watching the dasana, watching the opeka, looking on? Can I be content in doing that? And then the present moment will Why do we always have to run away from the present moment? What what is so wrong with the present moment? Quite a bit it can come from aversion. And once we are able to stay with the present moment, whatever it is presenting, then you also can become more content generally <laughs> in our life.